Welcome to the Power Woman Project. This is Kerry Stribble, and this is Hashtag Radio. You are listening to us again every Tuesday as we do it from 12 to 2. And we've actually got a really cool show planned today, which I'm very excited about. We've got two guests. Um, I'm very bored in the studio when I don't have any guests, so today <laughs> that I've got two guests is very, very cool. Um, I'm going to introduce our next guest in just a moment. She's a beautiful young lady, and um, she is the current head prefect at Camps Bay High. Um, Tina, is that how we pronounce yes. it? I don't want to say it like I don't want to say it like a white person. <laughs> like I don't want to be like 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 Tabo. Timna. Yeah, Timna. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I want to say it properly. So it's, it's Timna Fines. Okay. To be seen on. To be seen on. Yeah. Okay, that's better. To be seen on. not say it like that. Um, so I'm going to introduce you to our Facebook Live. If you're watching, if you're listening online, um, you can join us on the Power Woman Project page where we are live. So you can actually see her, check out what we're talking about. And that's where you can leave the comments. As you know, this is online radio. So there's no phone in, but you can watch us on Facebook. And leave your comments there and then if you've got anything that you'd like to ask our guests you can just post it over there so i'm going to introduce her right now timna how are you thank you say hi to facebook hi facebook <laughs> so how are you are you nervous i'm i'm quite nervous but, but i'm doing good I'm okay cool so you are starting your exams tomorrow no i'm starting my exams next week next week on okay. the 23rd right. um i'm using this whole week to study specifically yeah math Yes. Okay, so that's that's the one you're struggling with? Yeah, the most. Yeah, I just can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't envy you. I'll be honest, I do not envy you. But I wish you loads and loads of luck. But what I really want to talk about today is your school career. So you've had like a bit of like a, a viral thing happening on Facebook. <laughs> um, where you gave uh, an address to your school at your annual... So what is it? Is it the, the posting assembly? Well... That's a nice way to call it. Yeah. It's, um, it's prize giving. It's a prize giving at the end of the year to okay. all the students. And then that's where I got to do my head prefect address. Okay. All right. So I, I'm assuming that the head prefecting is similar to what head girl was. Yes. Yes. Okay. So it's now called head prefect. Well, it's head prefect or head girl. Okay. Head girl comes from the fact that there's usually yeah. a head girl and a head boy. Yeah. Yeah. So But head were you alone in this? So there was just head prefects and it was you. It was head prefects and two deputy head prefects. Oh, amazing. Yeah. That's Asian awesome. Prefect. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that there was a girl at the top of it. That's so Thank cool. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because I mean when I was in school and I think a lot of schools still do the head boy, head girl yeah. thing. That's co ed schools. Okay. Mostly. I was a school ed but well, you do things different. Differently, yes. Which is good. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. So I've actually done an address at Camps Bay High before, um, and you must have been in the audience. <laughs> Maybe you were absolutely <laughs> today. No, I, it was about two years ago. I was doing Mr. South Africa, and I came to talk about bullying or something. It was one of my very first. Was it a Tuesday? I think it was a Tuesday. I have. I I'm met Tuesdays. Tuesday. I think it was cultural stuff. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, but I was talking to the kids about bullying. But anyway, so... Um, your address was very well received. Were you nervous to give that address? Um, yes, I was nervous even when I was writing it. Yeah. So the one person who always was helping with all my speeches, this is my drama teacher. Yeah. That's way okay. If he's okay with it, then I'm fine. Yeah. That's way I need. So why were you nervous? Like, were you were you wanting to say, be a little bit more honest? Um, 
I was I was nervous because I didn't know how we put it, it was going to be received, mm. first of all. And I didn't know what I had to say. Yes. And then he just let me in on the fact that celebration is about gratitude. Yes. And we sat down and we took a piece of paper and we just drafted everything, had mind maps and everything that I did want to say. Yes. And we split everything into paragraphs. And then the first paragraph was just thank you. If you heard yeah. that speech, it was just thank you, thank you, thank you. And then he said, just speak about your journey in high school and yes. what it was like for you. And I thought, well, it's pointless to discuss the awards I've received and all. Because, I mean, if you're at the school, you will know. Yes. Let, let me let people know on things that they do not know about. When they see me at school, but they don't know what it took for me to get to school on a daily basis for exactly. the whole five years. Okay. So, so tell us about that. Because obviously, like, I'd love for people to go and watch the speech. But, I mean, you let's go into a little bit more detail about that. Okay. So you've just mentioned what it was like for you to actually get to school every day. So tell us a bit about that. So... From, from high school? Yeah. Okay, specifically high school. Well, well then you can talk about the whole journey because it all matters, but yeah. it's up to you. Yeah. <laughs> so from grade R to grade three, I went to Crystal Street Primary School in Greenpoint. Okay. And I took the same bus that I take now. Wow. So I had to wake up at the same time that I woke up now. But then at that time, there were the two of us, me and my sister. So we had to wake up earlier because mm. um, there were more people. So we, a lot had to be done with all that. So I think I was six when I was in grade, I guess I was. I was six in grade out till I was nine. So, and then I changed schools. I went to Zona Primkov's primary school. Okay. I think from then on, I woke up at five. And then I got to high school. Then I went back to half past four. So sure. it, it, was, it was just, it was hectic. So I mean, the routine is the same. Yes. And for someone like me, who just likes to be involved, don't like missing out on things. Mm-hmm. So I want to do as much as I can with my time yeah. and not waste valuable time. So for someone who woke up that early, I was just wanted to be involved in as much as I can. Okay. So by the time I got back home, I was just so tired. Um, but I just imagine. went on and on. Yes. It just so continued. It just continued. It was a journey. So okay. during during winter, you know how dark it is in winter. Yeah. It doesn't matter how dark it is. You just have to leave the house in order not to miss the, yes. the bus. So that that was it. I mean, everything okay. that happens along the way, it happens. And where were you coming from? So where were you taking the bus the from? from? I live in Makaza. Okay. Um, so I think approximately two hours to get to school every day and back home. Yeah. So which was what, four hours? And four hours every day. Every day. Yeah. I mean, you get used to it. And um, if, if, if I use that as an excuse to not explore, then I wouldn't have done anything with my life. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Very true. And in your speech, you also talk a bit about your mom. Yes. So your mom's a big inspiration for you, of course. Um, you know, your mommy's an important factor in, in any child's life, especially when you've got a good mom. I'm not catching. <laughs> uh, when you've got a good mom. So tell us a bit about your mom and and how, you know, how she helped you and inspired you and got you through your school career. Yeah. Um, so, I mean... Every time I talk about my mom, I get so emotional because mm. I've experienced things with my mom or yes. I saw her try and hide emotions and those kinds of things. But then what it's what it what it is for me is that um I was raised by a single mom. Mm. Currently I'm still being raised by a single mom. And that's when you realise that, oh, this is real, this is this is hectic. But then what keeps you going is the fact that they don't give up on you as parents. Mm. So I mean with, with all the efforts that she puts in. And I'm thinking after so much effort being put in, 
I cannot give up on anything. Um, if I think I've got real problems, let me just check out what she has to deal with yeah. on a daily basis. I mean, she's not the only um, single mother out there. Yeah. I mean, where I live, um, I think I've just, we've just been, become comfortable with the fact that, well, we've got single parents and that's it. And in where I live, it's, that's almost like the fashion, if I should call it. Yeah, it's just the way it is. It's, it's the way it's it is. And we're not going to go digging for fathers who chose to live. Mm. To leave. Mm. So, our parents are doing the best that they can and that's and they and their best is enough so yeah so my sister is a single mom um so i can relate to that but her kids are still young yeah so i can i can sort of imagine i mean i've got help so i can't put myself in those shoes, shoes but i can imagine just from the standpoint of a mom that she would have tried to protect you from whatever struggles yeah. were happening yeah and because obviously she wants to keep you happy and she wants to see you thrive and see you be successful so yeah. Um, I think it's completely normal and actually quite awesome that you get emotional about it because um, she did work work really, really hard. Yeah. yeah. Hey guys, we are back. This is the Power Woman Project Live on Hashtag Radio. We're just doing the second slot with Timna and she is the head prefect at Camps Bay High School and we've been chatting a little bit about her journey through school and um, just the fact that she is, she has a single mom who's worked extremely hard um, to support her, put her through school, make sure that she gets a good education, which is one of the most important factors in empowering young people and especially young girls. So I'm so happy to hear that you had such a positive role model um, and someone who you can, you know, one day when you get your degrees or whatever it is that you choose to do with your future, yeah that you can literally just like lift up your mom and even I'm getting emotional <laughs> and say thank you because it's so important and they do work very hard. So my next question to you is um, tell us a little bit about what, what your plans are now as you leave high school because now um, it becomes real. You are becoming an adult, you're going to get a driver's license, you're going to drive, whenever that happens, you're going to go to varsity. Um, or not, whatever it is that you are choosing to do, what does your future look like? What are your dreams? Okay, so um, I want to go to university, um, like most people do. Yes. Um, I've applied the, in the humanities faculty and I'm going to do film and media. UCT? Yes, UCT. Okay. So what I originally wanted to do was um, journalism, mm -hmm. but um, they don't offer at UCT a journalism course. So in the first day, you have to do film and media. In the second day, you can specialise. Of which I either specialize in media and writing or media and journalism broadcasting. So, and then up until that time comes, I'm um, going to be job sharing with radio stations, at the SABC, to, yeah. to read the news and all those things. Um, and then um, I just, I want to be, okay, I want to get my degree and then read the news for at least three years. Mm -hmm. And then I just want to go out there and do whatever it is I want to do. Because yeah. I don't think I'll be comfortable with one specific job my whole life. Yeah. I've got a lot of things that I want to accomplish. Um, and yeah, so I mean, three years here, two years there, as long as I get to do whatever it is that I want to do. Mm. And I want to do a lot of things. That's awesome. You know, that's what I really love about the era that we're living in now. Um, this digital revolution that we're living in is that literally the possibilities are open and endless for everyone. everyone. If you've got an internet connection and a cell phone, um, you can literally yeah. start businesses. There's so many um, movements that need attention. 
as a journalist especially, there's loads that you can do, or a writer. Yeah. So that's very, very cool. Do you have a sort of a specific um, industry that you want to go in with regards to writing, specific things you want to write about, or just sort of general journalism? Um, Do you want to go overseas? Not yet, but I'm going there. Yes. So, um, well, the journalism I want to get into is mostly local journalism. Because what is being, being put on the news is not necessarily what most people um, are going through. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of it, yes, but there are stories that, well, places that are just neglected. And I think um, I want to, to cover those because there are a lot of things that we're not shown in the media. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's very and selective. It's, yeah, it's very selective as to what, what they what they're putting out there and what they're not putting out. Not that what they're putting out there is not important. Yeah. It is but they've got a narrative. It is of great importance as well, but there's some things that you're like, but they're supposed to know about this and no one knows about these things. So I think, yeah, um, and the writing of journalism. Yes. I'm in the newspaper, release an article, um, then and there, once or twice a month, that kind of thing. Awesome. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know, this is an idea. We can just yeah. have a student's blog, a journalist, journalist student's yeah. blog, where we can just write or release stories every week, every month. Yeah, I'm really comfortable. So that's what I want to do. And that's what's so great about social media as well is that you can create these movements literally out of nothing. You don't have to have any experience. You, you just need a hashtag and to share and um, for people to be interested in what you're talking about. And they likely will be because what I notice is that people are tired of being advertised to. So, and people want something else. They're tired of bad news. They're tired of. Yeah. Things are changing and it's young people who are leading the way in that, which is why I find that the older generation, um, and this happens in every generation, the older generation doesn't like the way the younger generation Generation does does things. But this generation I feel is especially important because it's the generation that is accepting of um, LGBTQ, the LGBTQ movement that is accepting of gender equality, that is tired of the racism that was brought down from previous generations. It's this generation that's moving away from that's it. We're like, out. Exactly. we don't actually like the world that you created Maybe for us, so we're going to fix it. And we are not forced to live in the world that you yeah. lived in because you were comfortable with something that we exactly comfortable with. So you can either join us or you can just get out the way yeah. and, and let us do what we need to do. Yeah. <laughs> let us do what we need to do. So I think it's really important. And um, I, I often speak to people about the current state of education in that you are there questions on online that um, you can no, see. There's a friend of mine. Oh, say hi. She just, hi. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> she just go and do it. And you know that the when education, the way schooling was created was to create people to work in factories, like back in the day, decades and decades ago. Because it was like timing the school bell, you do things in blocks of activity, you've got to sit and focus. That and, was built for factory workers. And and for for women specifically as to okay, can do so much yeah. and the men can do that much. Yeah. So it, and it's like this this idea that you've got to go to school, go to varsity, get married, have babies, get a job, then die. Get a pension and then die. Mm-hmm. And I've always hated that. And it's why I always struggled in corporates because I'm like, but let's do things maybe like this. this. And then I get fired because <laughs> I'm like because I don't you know, I'm saying you, to me that this is the way it's always been done. 
is not a good enough reason to continue doing it. Yeah. So that's why I am better as an entrepreneur because I can use my great ideas and yeah, and can find how things work. Yeah, and some not everything's going to work, but you know, but you can try. Yeah, and you've got the opportunity to try, which is that's why I love watching TED talks and um, you know, interesting people on YouTube and you know, following interesting people because they're changing the way things are done, and it's actually really inspiring because. Breaks down all those mental blocks that you might have. That oh, but I've got to choose a career. You don't actually have to do that anymore. You can have three. I'm a digital marketer. I run Powerman projects. I do a radio show Preach. and I sing. So like I'll do whatever I want. Whatever you want. So leave me alone. I'll just do that. So um, that's why I love speaking to people like you because you haven't really been influenced by the system. Yeah. Yet. Yes. Which can be quite negative. Not. I hope it's not going to happen yes. anytime soon. Yeah, because it's so easy to be influenced. Yeah, um, and being lured into dreams that you didn't even think that yeah. were meant for you. Then all of a sudden you have some interests. Yeah, um, but just be open as well. Yeah, because you're gonna you're gonna go to varsity, which is like a, an amazing, incredible place to meet people that are completely different from you. Yeah, and that are studying interesting things. And um, you might realize after a year that you found something that you're like, actually, this, this is, is cool. Yeah. yeah, this is really cool. And we can do something. Or you collaborate with, with someone. So that's really, really cool. So I'm just really excited for your future and um, all the cool stuff that you're going to be able to go out and do and now. Do. It's so exciting. Yeah, I'm as excited. Yeah. Also, at the same time, I'm very nervous. I, I believe I'm, you. I'm having to, <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, you have to balance writing finals mm-hmm. and then you can do whatever you want to do. I mean I it's overwhelming. Yeah. The hype. The hype is crazy. Yeah. And that's like, oops, uh, so much notifications on Facebook. That I did not expect. It just yeah. it just goes on and on and on. And so it has it's so important to to not live in your head and have the distractions and feel like, okay, well, um this is happening for me now. Well um this is what I'm focusing on. School yeah. is so important. I have to finish my finals, have to do well, yes. and then I go venture the big bad world, if that's yes. what it is, because it's big, yeah, it's big it and it's big. not so big to an extent. Yeah, yeah I think, um, like, the last couple of weeks, like, we were talking off-air about the rape that happened with the drops, mm. and um, after that event, I actually kind of retreated from social media, because what I was seeing was so negative and so depressing that I actually physically couldn't function. Like I was just, because I was seeing this narrative of, um, you know, certain people on Twitter saying that like, it's not in white people's culture to rape. You know, I see things like that. And then like we were saying, they're questioning the mom and they're questioning the little girl instead instead of going to blame where it belongs, which is on him. It's got, and then this narrative that the media had where they're saying that you can't publish this picture, you can't do this, you can't do that because the law says this and this and this. And I'm like, that's interesting. Suddenly the law matters because it's not a black man. It's a white man. Yeah. But then another problem came in when when a black man was wearing a T-shirt of that guy Mm -hmm. who was a rapist Mm -hmm. and he said, this is a rapist. So now the question is, is he really um, angry at this man because he raped a kid? Or is he happy because he's not one of the black men who rape on a daily basis? Yeah. So why is this protest selective? This, yeah. this protest. I mean, if, if you wanted to print T-shirts with rapists every day, then you should have done it from the first rapist. Not, not now because white rapists yeah. are it. Why the psychology of it is very interesting. Yeah, it's so interesting. Men in general are very interesting. And in 
in a sense, I kind of understand the relief from the black community that for that 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 this time, like it's the white guy getting the attention, and I understand that because these rules didn't apply. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, suddenly you can't show his face and you can't mention his name and you can't share the video and he's not shackled. And I can understand the anger with that because why are they? Why is he treated so differently? It's not fair, and you can't deny that it's not fair. And that was really, it was really difficult for me because the more I'm seeing it on Facebook, the angrier I'm getting and you can't reason with people like that. And, and I see it um, in, in the United States, it's happening so often where, again, yesterday I saw a white woman going up to her apartment building. She's got a black neighbor and he was letting himself into his apartment where he lives and she called the cops because she felt uncomfortable that he was there and she was asking him like what are you doing here blah, I mean, blah, blah. if it was a white man she would have just she would have been fine yeah. with it but like he lives there and i just keep thinking to myself like what is going on in people's brains it's 2018 are we really still having this no, imagine, i mean um, not to say that men are well usually men are much more better than women mm-hmm. so now those daily struggles for women and being a black woman in South Africa, everywhere basically, it's just it's just really hard yeah. to get by. But then, I mean, we're not yet to let anyone dim our lights. Yes, exactly. So I think I think it opens up a big discussion, and I, I love that young. Like when I was your age, I couldn't talk about stuff like this. I had no idea. Like I was re- not that I wasn't allowed to, but I wasn't smart enough. <laughs> I wasn't wise enough because you guys have been exposed to. Oh, I love you. Can you just be quiet a little bit? Thanks, love. Um, <laughs> um, you guys have been, you've got all of this information literally at your fingertips. We are, I only got the internet when I was like 17. Oh, okay. You know? So think about that for yeah. a second. <laughs> so we didn't, I didn't have access to all of this information and all of these opinions and um, the feminist movements. I didn't know about it. All I knew was that I could go and buy CDs from wherever and I could read the lyrics in the little booklets. And read DVDs. And I could read and I could read magazines that I wasn't allowed to read, which is like cosmopolitan. You know, oh, those wow. are the magazines that but that's where I got my information. And nowadays young people are so powerful and they need to realise how powerful they are. And that's how we're gonna change the, that narrative. So you talking about how important education is, um, how much it matters to put in that effort when someone is like in your case, your mom lifting you up and encouraging you to get that education. How important it is to acknowledge and, be, uh, and have gratitude for that journey, make the best of it, finish schooling, um, and just become like an incredible successful woman. Yeah. And the way we're going to change that narrative is by having these conversations and getting men to understand, of course not all men are trash. Of course. But you are the main perpetrators you of our suffering. a statistic that covers the whole population of people. Yeah. But the fact is, if the shoe fits, then put it on. Yeah. If not, then just And if stuff. you're defensive, ask yourself, why? Why are why you so, so defensive? defensive? <laughs> what did because, you do? Like I said, there's this narrative as well where, where men are saying, oh, but so what? Now we must be scared every time we walk past a woman or every time we speak to a woman. And I mentioned this to my husband, so he says to me, but I'm not scared. So I said, yeah, because you're not a sexual offender. You're not scared of women. You're not afraid of what might happen to you because you're not guilty of anything. Threatened. But if you know that you walk through an office and have little comments like, oh, nice legs, great butts, or nice you, know, you leer at yeah. a woman in a certain way, you look at them making them uncomfortable, you know you're guilty and that's why you're afraid. And, often and you should be afraid because yeah, we're coming for you. When, when, they, when 
they impose their power on women mm-hmm. is because they feel threatened by women. And unfortunately, as I've said, there's nothing that we can do mm-hmm. to the problem is within you and with your self-control. Um, because now we wherever we go, we're having to to tone down that confidence. You have to tone down you 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 dream too much, your ambitions are just way too much. Why? In order for, in order to make this man comfortable. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, this man was he must be uncomfortable. He, he must be uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I think that 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 men are also getting a raw deal in the way that they're raised. Like I'm raising a boy, so I can saying that a feminist is a man hater is a ridiculous thing to say because I have a son and I have a husband and I have a father. So we just need to raise them to be comfortable with who they are. They're not allowed to cry or show emotion or dance or for fear of their communities accusing them of being gay or yeah. calling them, you know, derogatory names. And I think once we get that right as well, men will be able to express their masculinity in a way that is not asserting power or in a way that's that, harmful. Or they don't feel like they have to prove. They don't have to prove anything. anything. Exactly. Because yeah. I think it's just a matter of, of proving that I am man enough. Yes. Oh, no one asks. And I bring this up with you now because you're so wise. And I think that you've got a really, like, a lot that you can offer in terms of where you're going in your future. So you're going to be studying journalism. You're going to be writing. You're going to be tackling these topics. But um, you're so young. And I want you to understand as you leave, not that you don't understand, not like I'm like your fairy godmother now, but I just want to like give that to you. Um, that I think you're going to accomplish incredible things. You're a very smart young woman and very confident. And I can see why your speech is circling the net the way it is. I did not expect that speech to do that much. I mean, I remember when I was writing it, I got teary here and there. Yes. So I am like, okay, this is this is as honest as it can get. Mm. Um, I don't want to drag the speech. I don't want people to sit here for long um, listening to. And I don't want to get into so but much detail. Powerful. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and then I sort of like, okay, everybody's crying. <laughs> like, I did not mean to. That wasn't the intention. Yeah. It's just as long as the message went, to, went yeah. across. But it came from your heart, which it is did. why it was so impactful. Yeah. And I hope that you continue on that. Thank you so much. Yeah. And when you get your degree, that you bring your mama up on stage. <laughs> Look what we did. Look what you did, mommy. <laughs> okay, awesome. It was amazing to meet you. Thank you. Um, I hope that you stay in touch as you go forward. Um, I hope to be doing the show for a relatively long time. So if you need me, just pop back in. The station is here. You can come and practice in the news or whatever. <laughs> okay, cool. So, um, Let's say goodbye to Facebook land. Say bye to your friends.